At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is the look ahead with scott seidenberg on vsin the sports betting network from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg. The look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And as he does each and every Tuesday on the look ahead, Tim Murray joins me in studio, host of the Nightcap here on VSIN, along with former NFL quarterback Sean King. Tim, fresh off of his trip to Chicago, yeah, where man. Notre Dame pulled off the upset, winning outright against Wisconsin. And another big game for the Irish coming up here this weekend against Cincinnati. First of all, you came back uh, in one piece, yeah. so that's a good sign. Yeah, one piece without a wallet, though, so that was uh, that was nice. Uh, <laughs> nice uh, nice way to end that trip. But no, all in all, it was a phenomenal, uh, you know, unique setting. I've never been to Soldier Field before, so uh, anyone who's ever been there, it's downtown Chicago, so that's neat. I Yeah, it would have been cool to see this, these two teams who hadn't played since the 60s play at each other's house, mm-hmm, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never been to Soldier Field, so uh, I thought it was cool. They tried to do the Rose Bowl thing, split it down the middle. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, overall, I think most people thought there were more Wisconsin fans, but uh, great day, man. Go to Chicago in the end of September. You're going to get perfect weather, So, and I was happy. Did you learn anything about this Notre Dame team now this season? Because I think at the start of the season leading up to this game, they were still a lot of question marks, and there could very well still be yeah, there's because of, you know, the win against Florida State, and we know how bad Florida State has been, barely, you know, winning against Toledo, okay, the win against Purdue was whatever, the score was not indicative of how close that game actually was, so did you learn anything about the Irish after this win? Yeah, they're getting better defensively, I think that's the biggest thing, is, you know, first year defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, a lot of criticism because of the big plays he gave, or the defense allowed, I should say. He's not on the field. But mm-hmm. you know, through the first two games of Florida State and Toledo, you give up four plays of over 60 yards or more. In the previous three years under Clark Lee, they had allowed three total of those plays. But you saw it against Purdue. You saw it against Wisconsin. Now, not dynamic offenses, Scott, but still offenses, especially Wisconsin, that can run the ball, control the clock. And I think the athletes are really starting to merge. What you're seeing is... They're very aggressive, and that's what led to the two pick sixes at the end mm-hmm. of the game, which ultimately led to the over, which was not ideal for me. But <laughs> I was still happy just being there. You know, that's what you're seeing. The strength of this team is up front defensively, and then Kyle Hamilton. They've got corners that are getting better. Uh, Cam Hart had a couple interceptions in that game, so that was big to see. So the defense is getting better. The biggest question will remain this question the entire year, Scott. It's the offensive line because I don't think. 
it can really get better, but can it be just good enough? Can you hold up the line long enough to make some plays, get the ball out to your playmakers, and that's the biggest question moving forward, whether it be this weekend against Cincinnati, against Virginia Tech, against mm-hmm, North Carolina, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. That still remains the big question. And ultimately, while this team may win 10 games potentially, they are not a legitimate playoff contender. I would agree with that. Uh, but let's talk about this game against yeah. Cincinnati because the line has moved. Uh, they are now just a one-and-a-half-point underdog. You mentioned defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman. He's from Cincinnati, worked with Luke Fickle very closely. Does that familiarity give the Irish defense an edge against this Cincinnati offense? I think it does. Uh, I, I think, you know, Marcus Freeman's going to know his tendencies. Luke Fickle's going to know Marcus Freeman's tendencies. Sure, so you're sure. going to have that, too. I think Desmond Ritter uh, is the best quarterback the Notre Dame has faced this year. But, you know, I go back to the game against Indiana for Cincinnati. I was not impressed, Scott, by Cincinnati. I thought they were sloppy and... That game was handed to Cincinnati. Indiana mm-hmm. was up 14 nothing. missed a couple opportunities, went for a couple fourth downs. Then you get the McFadden uh, targeting call. Whether you believe it was a targeting call or not, it was called that. So that was a third down stop. Instead, they get an extra set of possession or keep the possession alive. They score a touchdown. De- uh, Michael Penix throws an interception, and then that kind of flips the game around. So I was not that impressed by Cincinnati in that game. They've got the talent. They've got the ability to win this game outright, but I think one thing, and, and JVT brought this up, and you'll talk to Matt Humans about this game, I'm sure, at the bottom of the hour, but JVT brought this up uh, earlier today on the edge, was Notre Dame right now is a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Indiana was a four-point underdog at home to Cincinnati. So you're telling me that Notre Dame on a neutral would only be a one and a half point favorite against Indiana from what we've seen from the Hoosiers this year, who look like a complete and utter mess, who are now a 13 point dog to Penn Mm -hmm. State. So I don't know what the correct line is. I thought it would be a pick, maybe Notre Dame minus one, but we knew that the the market was going to crush Cincinnati. And that's what we've seen so far. Um, Would I be surprised if Cincinnati won a cover? No, because I think Notre Dame does have those deficiencies up front. I think they're. Uh, I think Cincinnati's strength is their defensive line. Mm-hmm. But what is encouraging, if you want to back the Irish, is go back to the Wisconsin game. Could Notre Dame run? No. But what did they do? They held the ball, Scott, for almost two thirds of the first half. Sure. That was my biggest worry. Talking to you last week was: Is Wisconsin just going to play, you know, Navy football essentially, yeah. run it down their throats uh-huh, like they uh-huh. did against Penn State? And Notre Dame actually controlled the clock in the first half. So that's a big question I have. I think Notre Dame and Tommy Reese, our offensive coordinator, have figured out ways to recognize their deficiencies and try to execute elsewhere. So that's why I do lean towards the Irish in this spot. No offense in the fourth quarter, which was kind of upsetting. But, they, hey, the defense won them the football game as the game moved uh, towards the conclusion there. Let's go to the NFL. What's Mm -hmm. the most surprising thing for you through the first three weeks of this NFL season? Um. You know, I, I, I would say the Carolina Panthers, uh, and not only are they 3-0, and and they, they played some not great teams, but, mm-hmm. they, you know, beating New Orleans, they, they've got their question marks now with Christian McCaffrey, but I just think the way that they are, it's not just, I think this is a legitimate team that can potentially make the playoffs and yeah. win a game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think this is just... They went eight and eight, or you know, nine and eight now with the seventeen-game schedule. Would that be surprising? Not really, but I think people wrote off Sam Darnold. You, you know, look, you lived there for however yeah. many years. You know, unfairly, Adam, they, they Adam they Gase is, is, mm-hmm. is, is it just it's more indicative of what a a clown he yeah. was. And hundred percent. And Sam Darnold, I remember, you know, last year I was out here, but I was texting with my buddies back in the D.C. area. I'm like, Washington should go after Sam Darnold. You know. I don't know if it should be a first-round pick, second-round pick, whatever it is. Dude's 24 years old. Give yeah. him a chance. Give him time. Give him and a chance. You're now right. you've got Joe Brady working with him. They've got pieces. Now, unfortunately for Carolina, obviously you've got you know the Christian McCaffrey situation. J.C. Horn. You've got the J.C. Horn Soren situation. So that really stinks for them. Although, listen, they did just trade for C.J. Henderson, who's a former yeah, top first 10 round pick. pick. And if they can get him to perform like the talent that he has that made him you know the top 10 pick. Maybe that's a good replacement for J.C. Horn, and then eventually when Horn comes back, you have those two young cornerbacks. They're 3-0 this year, as you mentioned, 3-0 against the spread, 3-0 to the under mm-hmm. this season. 
so far, which pretty much everyone's playing in under. Unders on unless you're in prime and, time. Unless you're in prime time, which is eight and one. <laughs> but what is it, twenty and twelve uh, unders in the Sunday day games? So everyone's playing under. But yeah, Panthers have been very impressive. Panthers have been surprising. And then I mean, ha- Kansas City being one and two. We're just so yeah. used to Patrick Mahomes figuring it out and not blowing double-digit leads like they did against Baltimore. <laughs> so that has been stunning. Sean was just in here, Sean King, my co-host, saying, you know, we have overreaction Tuesday, but he truly believes it with inside. He said, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I wouldn't go that that's, far. That's pushing it. Yet, but... Maybe look, not winning the division, but they're look, still... Yeah. And you do look at that division. The Chargers are much improved. The uh-huh. Raiders, I mean, Derek Carr's playing like an MVP right now. Yep. And then you've got the Denver Broncos, who, granted... All three of their wins have come against teams that are combined 0-9, <laughs> and, and they're dealing with their injuries, right? K.J. Hamler done yep. for the year, Jerry Judy on IR, so they're dealing with their injuries as well. Um, but that's a, that's a difficult neighborhood. It was used to be a breeze. Now it's challenging. We see them lose to the Chargers last week. So Kansas City being 1-2 and two and struggling so mightily, I think that has to be a bit surprising. I put in a two-team teaser already for Cincinnati. this Sunday. Uh, no. Wow. Uh, but I will do that. Okay. I was okay. going to say, I think I was, I was going to say like 97% of teasers are going to start with Cincinnati. Well, the Bengals are going to be my survivor pick this week. Fair. Because you're not going to take them the rest of the season. And I said this last week when I took the Panthers, I love picking the Thursday game because I bank on people to forget to submit their picks for Thursday. And so, you know, you have people that are like, oh man, I forgot there's a, I, I can submit the pick for tonight and then I win and I sit pretty on Sunday and I just root for chaos. Yeah. Like I rooted for the Jets, not just because I'm a Jet fan, but also it would knock out more than half the pool oh, and yeah. I'd be sitting there, you know, pr- pretty good. But yeah, I'm going to be on the Bengals and Survivor. But I put in a two-team tease and I actually think I'm going to do this every single week. I'm betting against both New York teams I was every single say, week. Giants in I New Orleans Saints, and Tennessee. Yeah. I took the Saints and the Titans in a two-team teaser because I don't think there's any way that both the Giants or the Jets win these football games. First of all, the Jets have scored 20 points through three weeks. The next lowest team, the Chicago Bears, have double that. And the Chicago Bears on Sunday had the worst offensive game plan that, that you have awful. ever seen awful. ever in the sport of football. Jets can't score. They're not winning this game. The Giants have been so bad. The best part of their team was Blake Martinez on defense. He's now out for the year. So I don't know how this team, they might go, look at the schedule for the Giants. They might go 0-10. And you might have a situation where the Jets and Giants are battling for the number one overall pick. So I think I'm just going to do the teaser every single week and go against the two New York teams. Yeah, so I, I... I think I did maybe the most, uh, I would predict this will be the most used teaser if you do them properly, Mm -hmm. teasing from either seven and a half, eight down through the key numbers of seven and three, which is the way you need to do, or tease up. You know, Indianapolis is a team that I think is tease upable. Ravens, you can tease uh, up as well. 43. But I think Cincinnati is going to be in every teaser. Books are going to really need Cincinnati to lose outright big time because I'll just blow up so many. And then I think New Orleans at home, first home game back. First home in the game Super back. Yep. So I yeah, last night I put in a two-team teaser, Cincinnati and then uh, and uh, New Orleans. And, New Orleans. and mm-hmm. then I put a four-team teaser, which I don't think I've ever done before. It was Cincinnati, Tennessee, Indianapolis up to eight, and then New Orleans as well. I'll do you one better. I put in the five-team teaser here at Circa, <laughs> and it was the Bengals minus two, Titans minus two, Saints minus two and a half, Bucks minus one, Ravens plus seven and a half, Vikings plus seven and a half. There you go. I'm Scott Seidenberg. That's Tim Murray. Catch him on the nightcap weeknights here on VSIN. More NFL, college football, and Major League Baseball lines looking ahead coming up next here on The Look Ahead. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. the sports betting network my thanks to tim murray for joining me in his weekly spot tuesdays with tim we call it as he sits in with me here on the look ahead tim of course hosts the nightcap weekdays at 10 p.m eastern time here on vsin head to vsin.com find out all the great ways you can watch and listen to all of the content we have here at the network some thoughts here on college football and the NFL with Tim. And yes, I did do one of those six-team teasers because I like to have fun. Who doesn't like to have fun? Uh, but I think the card, the uh, the Bengals will be in a lot of teaser pieces because remember the handicap from last week, right? When it was the Panthers playing on Thursday night against the Houston Texans. It was rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, Thursday night football. Preparing on a short week is unfamiliar to both the quarterback and the head coach. That's the same situation that you have going on here with the Jacksonville Jaguars, with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer having to prepare for their first Thursday night game. So how do they perform on the short week? Does the schedule kind of mess them up a bit? Plus, they haven't looked good this season, and Joe Burrow and the Bengals actually have. You know, you know, if, if if he doesn't throw three interceptions against the Bears, it's a very winnable game for them. They lost by three, and it could have been a lot different if he doesn't throw those three interceptions. So Bengals sitting here at two and one. Joe Burrow has done a tremendous job of covering the spread so far early on in his NFL career, and I like them for sure against the Bengals. They're going to be my survivor pick because there's no other opportunity to take the Cincinnati Bengals this season in Survivor. Meanwhile, you can look at some of the other teams that are available this week, and there's going to be other opportunities to take them. Sure, you can go with the highest point spread of the week and take the Bills against the Texans, laying 16 points, right? And you want to say that, hey, the Bills aren't going to lose that game at home, and I'm going to take them and survive and advance. But look at the Bills' schedule. There's going to be other times to use them. They play the Jets twice. So clearly, there's at least two more chances to use them. You can save the Buffalo Bills. You don't have to waste them here against the Houston Texans. Elsewhere, where what other team could you look at? 
New Orleans against the Giants? I can see that for the reasons that Tim and I talked about. The Giants are terrible. They might go 0-10 this season. And the Saints are certainly going to be playing with a lot of momentum coming off the win over the New England Patriots, but more importantly, returning home for the first time this season. Okay, playing in front of their fans for the first time in over a year. It's going to be a raucous crowd, an exciting electric atmosphere at the Superdome. I don't see any chance New Orleans loses this game, which is why I love them in a teaser piece. But looking at their schedule, they also play the Jets. So that could be an opportunity to use them. They're at home against the Dolphins. They have they play the Falcons. Uh, these might be opportunities to use them later on in the year instead of using them against the New York Giants. The only other team that I would even consider you know, that you could use this week would be the Titans against the Jets. Uh, again, I don't see the Jets winning this game. They are just a bad football team that is not scoring right now. Offensively, the Jets have only scored 20 points in three games this season. By far, the worst offense in the NFL. But looking at the remainder of the Titans, uh, Titans schedule, they will play the Jacksonville Jaguars two times. So those are opportunities to take them. If you're just looking at game theory, there's really no other time this season that you're going to take the Cincinnati Bengals in Survivor. The remainder of their schedule, they have the Packers, then they're at the Lions, and you're never really comfortable taking a road team here, and the Lions just almost beat the Baltimore Ravens, so how comfortable can you be in that game? That spread is probably going to be pretty low. Uh, the Bengals do play the Jets, so maybe that's an opportunity later on in the season. Uh, but again, on the road, but it is at the Jets. Um, so maybe that's an opportunity if you want to save the Cincinnati Bengals. But in that week against the Jets, let me just look at that real quick, because there probably is other opportunities. That's on the 26th. Uh, there could be other opportunities that week to pick teams Let's see who plays that week on the 26th, a little day after Christmas. Um, you got, hmm. Oh, no, that's the Jagu- yeah, the Jaguars at the Jets, not the, uh, not the Bengals. That's the Jaguars that play the Jets. My bad. So, yeah, the, the, you're going to take the Bengals here because uh, oh, they play the Jets on October 31st. But I still like the Bengals. They're not going to lose to uh, this Jaguars team. And then you get the bonus, like I talked about with Tim. Playing on the uh, Thursday night, it's a great opportunity to get a leg up on the rest of your pool and just root for chaos on Sunday. Sit back, relax, and root for chaos. I think the Jaguars are certainly a teaser piece. There's lots of teaser pieces on this schedule. It's one of those weeks and we had it last week where there were a ton of teasers available. There's a ton of teasers available here in the NFL this week. And teasers meaning that you're going through the key numbers of 7 and 3, whether you're teasing up or you're teasing down. So here are your teaser candidates. The Bengals at 7.5. Get them down to 1.5. Uh, if you like the Falcons, you can push them up beyond the touchdown to get them plus 7.5. You have the Minnesota Vikings plus two and a half. You push them up to eight and a half. Saints from eight, you get them down to two. Titans from eight, get them down to two. Chiefs from seven, you get them down to one. You have the Ravens at plus one, you get them at plus seven. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get it at seven and a half when the spread was at one and a half. Feel good about that. And then you have the Packers, you could tease them down from six and a half to a half, and the Buccaneers from seven down to one. Those are uh, the teaser candidates for this week, and and it's a good week for it. And I definitely think there's going to be a lot of them, and I, for one, don't see many of them losing. As far as the underdogs that have a legit chance to win, or the underdogs that would surprise me the most coming away with a win, it's not going to be really any of those teaser teams. In fact, the underdogs that I like are the ones that I would tease up in the Minnesota Vikings and the Baltimore Ravens. I think Minnesota's a little bit undervalued this year. 
Minnesota, they, their season could look very differently uh, if a couple of things bounced their way to start the season. So they lose in overtime to the Bengals. And we know in that game, it featured a uh, turnover there at the end. They were up 24. I mean, it was a tie game, 24-24. And then you had the Dalvin Cook fumble at the Cincinnati 38-yard line. That then leads to the Bengals getting the game-winning field goal. If Dalvin Cook doesn't fumble there, the Vikings win that football game. And, And let me stop there for a second. I can't assume that they would win that football game because we have seen uh, their kicker blow kicks. And that's the second game that I'm going to bring up because, yes, they could have won the second game of the season if their kicker could make a kick. So the fact that he missed the kick in week two, I can't assume that he would make it in week one. But the point that I'm trying to get to is that this Minnesota Vikings team legitimately had a chance to be 3-0 and rather than 1-2. and So the Vikings now at home, a place where they're very good against the Cleveland Browns. The, the way that Kirk Cousins has played to start the season, he is completing 74% of his throws. He has eight touchdowns, no interceptions to start the year. I think this Vikings team as a home underdog is a tremendous play Uh, I'm probably going to play them as this underdog number in the Circa contest. Don't know just yet. Uh, I obviously would rather it be more. I'd love it to be around the field goal uh, if I can get push protection with the field goal. But right now, seeing it at plus two and a half, if it gets to three, that's where you jump all over it at two and a half. All right, just hope that they make it a game. And I think they very well could win this one outright. I really do. I really do think that they can win it outright. So Vikings will be a team that I will tease up and look to play on the regular line uh, if I get the right number. And that's going to be so important. And numbers are so important in football. So uh, it's really, it, it really, it, the onus is upon you to do your line shopping, check out the different books, and see when the line hits the number that you like, and then pounce on it and jump on that number because it could be the difference between winning and losing. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, we'll be joined by our very own Matt Eubens, host of The Edge here on VSIN, also Point Spread Weekly Senior Editor. We'll talk all things football coming up next here on The Look Ahead. video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and the ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vcin.com data and analysis. You get everything vcin has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Joined now by Matt Humans, our very own host of The Edge here on vcin, also senior editor for Point Spread Weekly. Matt, last week you and I talked about some college football picks, and you were on the Irish, who won outright against Wisconsin. And now Notre Dame has an important game against Cincinnati, where they are a slight underdog to the Bearcats. Are you backing the Irish once again? <laughs> Scott, by the way, you're a workhorse, buddy. A three-hour show and you're fi- flying solo. <laughs> that, 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 that does take some talent, man. I appreciate that. Uh, you know what? I took I took the points with the Irish last week, and you and I talked about it. I don't I don't think of a, a bad quarterback like Graham Mertz should ever be a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And I have a lot of respect for the Wisconsin defense. Uh, but I, I felt strongly Notre Dame was right side in that game, and it was obviously a fluky fourth quarter. The score was deceiving. It was not a 41-13 game after a couple of pick sixes, and the thing got out of hand. But uh, I thought the betting market was uh, wrong on the Irish last week, and I think it's wrong again this week on the Irish. Um, 
I, I kind of think in a sense it might be wishful thinking on the part of a lot of people uh, who want to see Cincinnati win this game. And I'm not going to lie, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Cincinnati win this game if I didn't have a bet on Notre Dame. I, I think we all want to see a team from the group of five crash that college football playoff for the first time since uh, the playoff was instituted after, uh, what, the 2014 season. Uh, that would be a great story if the Bearcats could run the table and get into the playoffs. And and, th- and this year where things appear wide open, uh, there's no doubt that playoff path is right in front of them. But I was not impressed with the way the Bearcats played against Indiana a couple of weeks ago. The Hoosiers outgained them in that game, 376 to 328. And I think Cincinnati rallied to win in large part because Michael Penix had uh, such a, a poor game for the Hoosiers. He threw three picks. And uh, Cincinnati was able to take advantage of that. Also, Indiana's best defensive player was ejected for targeting in the first half when it was 14 nothing. Then Cincinnati started to move the ball. So I, I made the number Notre Dame one, one and a half, right, kind of in that area. And uh, I was not surprised Cincinnati opened as a favorite because there were a lot of people looking to bet Cincinnati in this game. So I think uh, as an odds maker, bookmaker, you have to open the Bearcats as slight favorites here. But a two and a half. I'm looking to take the Irish again. I think they have got more playmakers on offense. And I know that that first game against Florida State's kind of burned into a lot of people's minds. Hey, this ND defense is is weak, and um, Cincinnati can exploit that. But the ND defense has been getting better every week. It was pretty good against Wisconsin. Now, I know that you're facing a better quarterback this week in Desmond Ritter, but I still see a little bit of point spread value here. And the Notre Dame team, I think, is being underrated a little bit by the market. Uh, so I'm going to take the Irish uh, plus two and a half. I was hoping a three would pop up. I know a three has flashed just briefly, and I, I, I have I wasn't able to catch that. I'm not sure it's going to reappear, uh, but I'll definitely take the three if it shows up. If not, I'll just take the two and a half at Notre Dame. Yeah, you mentioned them defensively. Uh, new defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, obviously familiar with Luke Fickle in mm-hmm. Cincinnati, so maybe that comes into play. Uh, let's talk about the other side of last week's game, and that is Wisconsin. Now they are at home as a small favorite against Michigan. Now, Michigan has looked good so far this season, much improved on both sides of the football. But when it comes to playing at Camp Randall, Michigan has not won since 2001. And the last couple of games for Wisconsin uh, has been 84-25 aggregate score for the Badgers over the Wolverines. So where do you side on this one? You just took some of my analysis right there. The last two meetings between these teams, 49 to 11, which could have been a lot worse. Wisconsin actually eased up last year. That could have been a game where Wisconsin put up 60 plus points. That was one of the worst performances I've ever seen in Michigan football history. And then uh, two years ago, 35, 14 in Madison. Hey man, I got to see it to believe it from Jim Harbaugh. Hmm. You know, we've gotten caught up in the Harbaugh hype in the past and he gets into big games and he flops. Uh, I kind of like to bet on good teams off a bad loss. I still think Wisconsin's a good team. They just got a weakness at the quarterback position. Uh, There's nothing wrong at all with Jim Leonard's defense. So uh, Wisconsin defense is legit. The Badgers won the box score against Penn State. They were going to win it against Notre Dame. Uh, I think the defense is what's going to carry the Badgers to a win here. Don't forget, uh, Michigan – uh, has played all of its games at home, and last week was shut out in the second half by Rutgers. Yep. I still think Jim Harbaugh, a lot of times when Harbaugh gets in these big games, he gets a little too conservative, close to the vest. His offense lacks creativity and imagination, and I think you're going to see the same thing here where defenses are going to control this game. It's going to be one of those typical grinding Big Ten, <laughs> uh, low-scoring games that I think Wisconsin's defense is going to find a way to win, something like 16-13 or 17-10, who knows. Uh, under looks like a decent bet, even though that total is low of 43.5. But I went ahead and played the Badgers at plus one yesterday. I'd still say, yeah, play the Badgers here, even if they uh, even if they close as a small favorites. Matt, when this board opened up, uh, the first game that I circled was Boston College plus 16 <laughs> against Clemson. It's down to 14.5 now. But these two teams played last season at the same place, and uh, Clemson won 34-28. And that was obviously a much better Clemson team. I know that Phil Dracovic is out, uh, so that's a big loss for uh, Boston College. But Dennis Grossell is a senior. He's been around for a long time. He has filled in nicely at quarterback, and I think Jeff Halfley is one of the more underrated coaches in the country. Why in the world would I or anybody – Lay 
two touchdowns with Clemson in this game? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to do it. Certainly, and in fact, uh, BC is going to be a game I probably end up betting. I should have taken the 16 because uh, uh, that the number obviously was not going to go up. I think this is just a terrible spot for Clemson, too. First of all, this offense is completely out of sorts. And um, you're talking about a, a dream-crushing defeat again last week with one loss. Clemson could still see a path to the playoff. Two losses, forget it. So what's the motivation going to be for the Tigers? I love that. Now, I love that. I absolutely love Matt, that. I was on that yesterday. I talked about it here on the show. That is it. These players are used to playing for national championship or bust. And now that yeah. that is probably out of the question for them, this is going to be a, this is going to be a spot where I don't know how motivated the players are going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be really tough for them to get fired up for this game. I, I think they're going to be flat, and I would expect the Tigers to be flat in this spot. Uh, like you said, they, I, I wouldn't even say probably. They're out of the playoff. Yeah. They're not going to get in, even though the even though it looks like this uh, is a wide-open race with a lot of teams taking losses or teams aside from Alabama not looking impressive. Clemson's out, let's be realistic, and those players know it. So I think they're going to be flat before the season like you. I, I have a pretty high expectations for uh, Halfley and Jerkovic at Boston College. I thought this was going to be a really good team. I don't like, obviously, the uh, the quarterback injury, but I still think BC should be live in this spot. It's not going to surprise me if BC wins the game straight up. I mean, well, would it surprise you? I think that's I where I'm going win. next, Matt. Yeah. That's where I'm going yeah. next because I already did this, and uh, I wonder if you're going to get crazy with me. I did a two-team money line parlay with Boston College and Ole Miss. Are you going to get crazy with me? Are, are we going to jump in this on, the, on these waters together, Matt? Are you riding with me? You know what? Um, I've been thinking about the same thing today. How about <laughs> Ole Miss? How about Ole Miss, Arkansas, and BC? Two of those three. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss was able to beat Georgia. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, excuse me, if Ole Miss was able to beat Alabama, if Arkansas was able to beat Georgia, or BC was able to knock off Clemson. I think you've got a chance uh, for a realistic chance for two of those three teams to win straight up. I'm trying to figure out how I want to play it, but yeah, I've, I'm looking at a money line parlay too on a couple of those dogs, and um, maybe a combination. I'll play a couple different ones of a combination because all three of them are not going to get there, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, two of them got there. Yeah, maybe a little uh, round-robin action. So you hit two yeah. of three there, and you uh, still get a nice profitable payday. Uh, Matt, appreciate the time as always. Love chatting with you, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Man, those segments fly by. You got it, Scott. Thanks, man. There he is, Matt Humans, host of The all Edge right. here on VSIN, and, of course, senior editor of Point Spread Weekly. Listen, I feel like Jerry Maguire when he quits the first firm, right? He's like, who's coming with me? Who's jumping in these waters with me, right? We're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium with Boston College and Ole Miss Moneyline. I know I know what you're thinking. Save your money. It's not going to happen. This is two absurdly high spreads that I actually think have a better chance of winning these games outright as opposed to some of the lesser spreads with some of these underdogs. Well, speaking of underdogs, I'm going to go through some of the undefeated underdogs this week and talk about their potential to pull off upsets. We're talking about Notre Dame, yes, Ole Miss. Uh, We'll talk about Michigan, uh, Kentucky, and Boston College, certainly. Coming up next here on The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening 
why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's on air. It's S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Let's talk about some of these undefeated dogs that are uh, going into action this weekend. Uh, Boston College and Ole Miss. We'll start with those two because that's where we left off talking with Matt Humans about the possibility. And I've already played it and uh, I- I'm going to continue to play it. And I'll tell you exactly what the payout was on uh, those two teams here at Circa, so we can have a little, a little fun with this. I had the uh, Ole Miss. I'll log into my account and show you. But Ole Miss and Boston College. Boston College was plus five eighty-five, and then Ole Miss was, I think it was four eighty or something like that. Mississippi against Alabama. Now, do I think that both of these teams win outright? I think there's a very good possibility that they could do it. Uh, it was plus 38.73 was what it was. So a $10 bet would win you $387 if that's uh, what you wanted to do here at Circa with Boston College and Ole Miss, a two-team money line parlay. Uh, if you looked at the way that Boston College has played so far this season, they've been decimated by injuries, right? Uh, defensive end, um, uh, you know, they've had, obviously, the quarterback, Phil Dracovic, is out. Okay, disappointing. Dennis Grossell takes over, the senior. He's not as good as Dracovic, but he's filled in nicely. They also got defensive end Marcus Valdez back last week. He made his debut against Missouri. Jeff Hathley, their head coach, uh, said, quote, he told this to ESPN, a horror show of injuries to our top players, but our guys have been resilient. They haven't flinched. And when it comes to the overtime win against Missouri as possibly a turning point for this team, here's what Jeff Halfley had to say. Quote, we were in these games last year, and everybody was so excited that we were in them, but we lost these games. Now, he's referring to being in close games uh, against better teams or, or spots where they're underdogs, right? Last season, they went to Clemson. Remember, it was Trevor Lawrence injured, DJ Uyunglele's first start, and Clemson won 34-28. Boston College played great in that game, covered as a heavy underdog. Halfley continued, Last week was the first time we got over the hump that we finished one out. We'll find out about our team now. How do they handle a little bit of success? Can they look at the film hard and realize that there's a lot of things we've got to clean up? Because if we don't, we're not going to have a chance down there playing Clemson. I think that uh, this team, Dennis Grossell is averaging 7.5 yards per completion, so he's not really throwing the ball down the field as much. But Boston College, on defense, they're playing tremendous football. They had not allowed a point in the first half of football games until last week against Missouri. So they're going to be looking to get off to a fast start. And uh, they held, um, let's see, they, they ran the ball against Missouri for 275 yards and three touchdowns on 49 carries. And Clemson 
just lost sophomore tackle Brian Breesey to a season-ending injury. So that's very interesting. Clemson defense lost a key player. This Boston College offense, which has played together a lot, they just ran the ball down Missouri's throat, and I think they could have a lot of success against this Clemson team. I played them plus 16. I played them in that money line parlay. Uh, let's rock and roll with Boston College uh, over Clemson. And then the other underdog spot that we uh, are toying around with there is the Ole Miss game. Ole Miss going up against Alabama. And we know that these two teams played a ridiculous high-scoring affair last season, right? It was 63 points, 37 first downs, 723 yards on 61 plays. That's what Alabama did against Ole Miss last season. (laughs) Now, is the Ole Miss defense better this year? Okay, to me, this is a battle of two Heisman Trophy finalists, or not finalists, we don't know just yet, but two of the Heisman Trophy favorites in Matt Corral and Bryce Young. And two touchdowns is too much in this game. I think this is a back-and-forth game that is going to come down to whichever team has the ball last. I see this being a one-possession game where Ole Miss absolutely is a live dog and can win this one outright. And so I'll take the Ole Miss plus the two touchdowns and gladly, you know, sprinkle a little bit on the money line parlay. Other undefeated dogs that uh, could have an opportunity to pull upsets. How about Kentucky? Eight and a half point dogs against Florida. Uh, Kentucky ranks dead last in turnover margin. They're giving the football away. They're minus nine. That has got to clean up. They lost six fumbles and have thrown five interceptions this season. That's just um, that's just not going to cut it. However, they are, Kentucky is doing a good job of playing within themselves, playing their game. And Florida played really well against Alabama, but Kentucky on defense is only allowing 4.1 yards per play. So can this Kentucky team stop Emory Jones and this offense and score enough to keep this one close and maybe even have a chance to pull out an upset at home? I think they actually do. I think this, believe it or not, is a a good spot for Kentucky against this Florida team. Uh, Florida feeling really good about themselves. They played Alabama closely. Then they handled their business against Tennessee, but this is a different animal in Kentucky. They're having a real nice start to their season, and I think Mark Stoops knows exactly what his team needs to do to keep this one close. Uh, How about the game on Friday night between Maryland and Iowa? Uh, Maryland's got tremendous offensive weapons at the wide receiver position, and Iowa, their secondary has been wreaking havoc. They have uh, five interceptions so far this season and defensively you have to be impressed by what Maryland has done so far this season allowing only 14.3 points per game with just two passing touchdowns surrendered Maryland struggled a little bit with Kent State but they kept them out of the end zone they stepped up and in the red zone they only allowed 16 points on eight red zone trips So that's huge. So uh, Iowa has actually struggled in the red zone this season. Five touchdowns on 11 red zone trips. Maryland, they can have a bend-don't-break attitude here against Iowa. Keep them out of the end zone, force field goal attempts, and keep this game close. Uh, Plus, the way that Talia Tungavaloa has played at quarterback is just on another level. He is completing 76% of his passes, averaging over 300 yards per game, 10 touchdowns, and just one interception. So this is by far going to be the most explosive offense that Iowa has faced this season. And then you have the uh, scenario there of being a home dog on a Friday night nationally televised game against a top five opponent coming into your building. Uh, Michigan... They are undefeated underdogs at Wisconsin, and we talked about this a little bit with Matt Humans. Wisconsin has just owned them 
in this series. Past two seasons, they've outscored them 84-25. They've outgained them 955 yards to 518. Uh, Michigan has uh, done a great job so far this season. This season. But the past, uh, they've won three. Wisconsin has won three out of four in this series. All of these games have been decided by uh, an average of 24 and a half points. And Michigan has not won at Wisconsin since 2001. The past four losses have been by an average of 18 points. Wisconsin is the first team to win four consecutive home games against Michigan by 10 points or more. So Wisconsin seems to own this, and uh, they're playing with a little bit of desperation after losing to Notre Dame. So I think this is a very big game for Wisconsin, and I think at home they handle their business against Michigan. going to be a really good performance there. Uh, The other game that we talked about was Notre Dame. Notre Dame undefeated and catching a point and a half now against Cincinnati, and there could be some familiarity with new defensive coordinator for Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman, facing his former team uh, and former head coach Luke Fickle and Cincinnati. I'm Scott Seidenberg. That's a look at the uh, undefeated dogs that are going to be in battle here this weekend in college football. Coming up next, we'll talk a little Major League Baseball, which is getting really good. This is the look ahead. This is the look ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSEN. This is VSEN, the sports betting network. The VSEN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and 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 to discuss the numbers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.